This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one idea can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be etched into the side of every crossrail train in 2019, like the medal-winning athletes are on Southeastern's very competitively priced high-speed rail service. I'm Joel, a man who puts the pert in Alperton, and across from me is John Harris. A man who is so confident in agriculture thriving post-Brexit, he's invested all of his money into barley crops, buying him a total of five barley crops. And joining us today is the magnificent Lizzie Pollock from the excellent podcast After School Culture Club. Lizzie, how are you? I'm great. I love Josh Groban. Oh, wow. That's confusing, yeah. man. <laughs> if, if this is your first ever episode, if you listen to After School Culture, I'm going to give that one a listen. Like, oh, she's weird. <laughs> I've forgotten how conversation works. No, I was just thinking, you guys spoke about Josh Graeber. I don't really he, know who he is. He was in one of my favourite projects. Do you remember when he guest starred in Ali McBeal? What no. are you talking about? Oh, What's well, Ali McBeal? Oh, uh, it's before your time. He also had that beautiful way of singing a bit throaty bit, bit through his nose. So a little behind the curtain for how these introductions work is that 90% bullshit and then I have to just vibe it and go, yeah, sure, Josh Groban is my favourite artist. Well, talk to me about the barley that you've invested in. <laughs> oh, so um, I'm a big fan of squash, mm. particularly Robinson's fruit and, and barley. Barley water, yeah. I'm thinking post-Brexit I could make me some ch- lovely cordial money. Mm, that's not squash. Yeah, cordial and squash are different things. Yeah. What? Co- are you a cordial or a squash man? Cordial has a certain percentage, doesn't it? Cordial is alcohol. Cord- <laughs> cordial is seriously high concentrate, mate. What? It's like a it's more like a syrup, whereas squash is more more watered down. And in fact, in France, it's called syrup. Yeah. Mm. Well, I know, you syrup. know that, mate. Yeah, like syrup, syrup. de fraise, syrup, mm. or in front, right? A little. Between, Why do you look over your shoulder? Between, <laughs> I don't want. I don't. I don't ever know this, right? But bet- between us three, yeah, yeah. no one else. If you go to a bar and want a delicious um, non-alcoholic beverage in France, ask the barkeep for a Diablo. Say John sent you <gasps> Diablo, Diablo fraise. That sounds like a stick. Strawberry, drink- strawberry no. syrup and lemonade. He's Amazing. right. When I was a kid in France, we used to drink all that. And then when I grew up, mm. you drink demi pêche. Also, that, that sounds like the French equivalent of asking someone to get a Guinness shandy or something like that. Tartan paint. I'm about yeah. to blow your mind, Joe, because I know what you're thinking. You're like, I'm in a bar. I want 
I want some booze, right? I'm going to put a vodka in it. Ask for a Monaco, right? Yeah. Lager, lemonade, grenadine syrup. Say, that's that's a snake bite. No. no. Snake bite cider, cider and black. And yeah. something Lager. Else. Yeah, no lemonade. Yeah. Wow. What's it called? A Monaco. Mm. What about a Diablo Monaco? <laughs> something to think about. It's something to think about. Uh, we're here to pitch films, LP. Yay! Uh, John. Have you got a film for us? Uh, what about this one from Romy? The rockers go to desperate measures to find the new sound. Suicide mod. I like oh, that. that's yeah. good. Hang on. Yeah? Does it make sense? Why? Because the mods are committing suicide. No. The rockers are killing them. The rockers, the rockers have gone to such desperate measures to find the new sound that they're enlisting their sworn enemies. Oh, because the they're so good at finding new sounds. Exa- oh, the mods, new clothes, new sounds. Favourite new mod haircut? There's only one. Yeah, the mod haircut. <laughs> no, I mean person with a new mod haircut. Uh, oh, the cyclist. Yeah, Wigo. Oh, yeah. Big sideburns. Remember when like the that. son made those cut out um, sideburns after he did yeah. it like, in the Olympics and you could like cut them out and put on your face? That's good of them. Um, it feels a lot like Noel Fielding on Bake Off's trying to merge the two haircuts. He's what? got the sideburns of a mod, but, but the, the, the rock hair. font. Yeah. Like business on top, party at the back. Sort of, but on the side. Party sides. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why I say when I go to my hairdressers. Party everywhere, What do you ask for? <laughs> I'm quite fascinated. Can by I your please hair. have the same but shorter? <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah. Oh. I'm quite fascinated by your hair. Okay, this mm. is very visual chat. Yeah, yeah. Is is Wigo going to be in? You're st- right. Both of you are looking at my hair now and not <laughs> yeah. thinking about suicide mod. Suicide mod. Or is mm. it just one guy? Is it Wigo? It's just Wigo. The Rockers. Yeah, the Kamikaze. Rolling Stones. He's a, he's a kamikaze version of a cyclist. The Rolling Stones have enlisted Wigo to mm-hmm. help make the new sound. And do you know how he's going to make the new sound? Cycling. Cycling. <laughs> but he replaces the wheels with vinyls. Yeah. And invents <laughs> DJ. Ooh. Mm. His DJ decks are as a bike on the side with two vinyls in it. He has to cycle horizontally. No, no, he stands up. Oh. I mean, he's not an idiot. <laughs> Lizzie, your thoughts? Have you? I was <laughs> just thinking about cycling mixed with music. There's the a bike great, song by Mark Ronson. Yeah, there's a it's great song. No, <laughs> there's a great event at the Velodrome in Stratford mm-hmm. called Six Day Cycling, which is basically like cycling but with DJs in the middle and flashing lights. Wow, it's so fun for six days. Yeah, I think they did it for six days. <laughs> and on the seventh day, they're at. You said, what was that idea? <laughs> if only we knew more about the time length of this. <laughs> Okay, so you cycle around. So it's a bit like the ice rink you go to as a kid. But it's no, you don't cycle. You watch. It's professional. Cy- it's like big famous cyclists cycling around. But in the middle, someone's playing a bit of flow rider. What's the appeal there? Because it's like fun for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who? So you're well, watching. I went with my the dad. Entire, are they competing? Yes, it's like a proper what, what event. Are the event? Like it's all fun the for Kirin everyone. and all the sprints and all that jazz. <laughs> That's the slogan. I went with my dad. No, I went with you my dad. For, you were there for six days. <laughs> no, I went for one day. My dad loved the cycling. Yeah. Me loved the flow rider. Flow rider. You've okay. you've just suggested that the entire populace can be sorted into a Venn diagram that's cycling <laughs> or DJing. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fair. Oh uh, yeah. Which one would you be? Cycling. I'd be DJing. What about uh, what about a DJing cyclist? I mean, that's essentially what we're talking about here with uh, <laughs> Suicide Mods and Bradley Wiggins. It all loops back round. It yeah. culminates at the Six Day Festival, whatever it's called. <laughs> six Day Spin, I don't know. <laughs> Good. There you go, mate. Tour de Dance. Oh, oh, shit. Let's move on. 
how about this one it's from Nigel it's the horror film The Nun but it's got Whoopi Goldberg in it <sighs> so I don't know if you know this but there's a long running thing uh, on this podcast which is Joel's obsession with the second Whoopi Goldberg Nun movie Back in the Habit Sister oh, yeah. Act 2 Back in the Habit it's the greatest title of any film ever made I went to the I went to school with the with director's kids wow mm. are they in it don't think so. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. But anyway, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, is the greatest title of anything ever made. Um, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Oh, that's really that works really well. Thank you very much. It's, it's a work of pure genius. It's the greatest title of any it's, film. It's like when um, a celeb has a really well-named autobiography. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But you know when you see one, you like... Peter Crouch, Tall Tales, for is example. It? Something like that, yeah. Is that his? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so there's a horror film coming out called The Nun. Yeah. Because nuns are scary. They're like kids. Things that are always scary in horror films. Oh, Kids, right. Oh, I see. Nuns. You, yeah, you just suggested in general nuns and children at the same. You're not um, suspicious of nuns? Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Always Things that are always in scary. Horror, in a horror film. And... Uh, mm. Inanimate objects being in places they shouldn't be. Generally, something like a balloon. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I, I was just thinking when your brilliant suggestion of up in the air help. Uh, that was uh, actually... Matt's I guess Matt. You missed a trick. How? Because you should have had George Balloonies holding the uh, the uh, house up. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> so go back and listen to an episode <laughs> from last week. It's a throwback. I'm <laughs> growing your audience by helping them uh, listen to Buzzfuck. We generally are confusing the new audience we're trying to find. <laughs> we do. We, we see ge- this as quite sort of separate entities. Yeah. Each episode is a fresh start. We don't. Yeah. We're not punning on stuff that was said in episode two we've got enough to be getting on <laughs> my, my humour takes a while to percolate the, the single through line of this podcast is Sister Act 2 back in the habit we, nothing else will ever be referenced from episode to episode and that's, just, long and that's a rule and, and John a man, and I have actually agreed that in writing and a man called Muscles Tom which we'll get onto later I love that guy so the nun yeah so uh, the nun's scary are you a horror film fan? I saw Hereditary recently and I haven't slept since wow I do think you're looking pretty I, I'm not even joking. I because I don't really go to scary films just because I just don't do it. And we went to see Hereditary with Eleanor, who co-hosts my podcast. Like two months ago, whenever it came out, I swear to God, I wake up every night and I think that Tony Collette is in the corner of my bed. Have you seen it? No. Oh, then you won't get one. Have you seen it? No. Then you won't get. We don't oh. do horror films. Big, big old together. Wimps. We don't do them, and we don't do them separately. That's also in the contract we signed. Yeah, yeah. We'll never see a horror film. We'll always reference this track too. Back in the habit. Just go and watch Hereditary. No. Fine. Fair enough. <laughs> is this a sequel to Sister Act 2? Because Sister I've Act heard three. someone who knows someone who knows the director of Sister Act and might be able to help <laughs> us get a pitch to them. Yeah, hang on. If they make Sister Act 3, you could probably pull some strings and get me and Johnny in this background act. Yeah, so, H- Hundy. Yeah? So what does that mean? It's how kids say... <laughs> oh, I thought that was a guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's how kids say 100. Is it? Yeah, 100. That's how you think kids say 100. <laughs> I've been hanging around with a lot of kids. Yeah. Hundy. And nuns. <laughs> Nundy. Nundy. <laughs> Undies. 100. Anyway, that's that. Nuns. Yeah. It's just what I just wanted to talk about Sister Act 2. Oh, okay. I've got a good one. Go on, man. <laughs> I'm really nervous because it's my first one. <clears throat> Are you laughing at it? Big fan. Big fan of your <laughs> own idea. I just really want you to like me. Yeah. Um, I Knowles What You Did Last Summer. And it's uh, Nick Knowles' very specific memoir about summer 2018. Oh, great. <laughs> about the highs just and lows of like, the World Cup, Love Island. Do you think Nick Knowles watches Love Island? Uh, hundred. I mean, probably. Handy. Mm. <laughs> Would you watch it? Yeah. So it's coming out next year. Well, it could come out at any point from now, since the summer's well, ending. It's last. You've been, you've been quite nitpicky. 
No, no, no. Basically, I we're recording know. this on the thirty first of August. <laughs> in terms of, in, in terms of, um, in terms of, you know, what did he do that summer? If it's this summer that we've just had, yeah, but we do. You have to remember that we do need to get it out for award season. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that? Beginning of the next year. Yeah. So it has to be out in January. Oh, January. That's yeah. fine. Uh, John, have you got another idea for it? Uh, yeah. What about this one from Leslie? Rock of Cages, a Nick Cage rock opera. Good, good, very good. He's done everything else, and he will. He will literally do anything. Yeah. So the fact that a rock opera hasn't landed on his desk yet is a surprise. Because he's very good at screaming, so I'd imagine there'd be a couple <laughs> metal tracks in there. so good at screaming. Can I be honest? I've yeah. never seen a Nicolas Cage film. That's a lie. I haven't. National Treasure. <laughs> National Treasure 2. I know I am, but I've never seen <laughs> the, one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, no, I like that. No, but, but what is that your go-to big Nick Cage movie? <laughs> is he What's in yours? Face Off? Is Face Off him? Yeah. Okay, not seen that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if it is. Uh... Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What? Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah, he's in Kick-Ass. Have you seen Kick-Ass? He's really good in Kick-Ass, actually. Kick-Ass is great. He kicks but, ass in Kick-Ass. Mm. But do you ever find there are big actors or actresses who everyone talks about and is very, are very famous, but you've just never... You've happened to never have seen any of their work, so you can't... Yeah, Cary Grant. Okay, yeah, but I mean more contemporary. Like, for me, um, Idris Elba. Never seen a film with Idris Elba in, or a TV show with him in. Not seen, like, Thor. You've not Luther. seen Luther. <laughs> have you not seen a TV <laughs> show with Idris Elba in? I'm busy watching... Nick Knowles, no. Um, Luther about the thing in the bath, that's next week. We should yeah, do that. Make, write that down, mate, yeah. Um, I'm going to watch Luther. So anyway, Nicholas Cage. Is there any seen? actors or actors you've never seen in a thing? It's difficult Probably to hear yeah. 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 people them. that people talk about loads and you just think they've completely passed me by. Probably, but I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of one. Uh, Natalie Dormer. Um, Game of Friends. Love her. I actually saw her I've in I've seen that. her in a play. Pretty highbrow stuff, guys. Picnic at Hanging Rock TV oh, show. Oh, was that mm. good? Um, what was in the picnic? Uh, <laughs> Death. Yeah, death. <laughs> really? Yeah, they opened oh. up and, whoa, and pointed at someone. They oh. died. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. <laughs> Imagine what else if, was in there? This, sorry, Scott this is a great. Eye. So, death is actually a real pranker, and he and the way oh. that he tells people they're about to die is actually <laughs> increasingly hilarious as the film goes on. That's quite a good idea. <laughs> Isn't that just um, Final Destination? Yeah. No, no, no. Because they're not dying in funny ways. Yeah, it's they just do. Like, Could it be called Death Becomes Hilarious? Yes. Very good. Death becomes hilarious. That yeah, I like good. that. So it, Death's bored of his job as Death, <laughs> just going around going, "Oh, mm. your time has come, come with me." So he starts doing like hilarious prank ways of letting people know, you know, you like, would eventually dressing up as a pizza delivery guy, stuff like that. Yeah, I quite like that. Opening up, you're dead. <laughs> to be fair, that's not a bad way to go because <laughs> what, I written in pepperoni. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when, if you're going to go, like eating pizza is your last act. It's quite a good. No, yeah. you drops the pizza to the floor. So yeah, it disappears. <laughs> it disappears when you reach for it. Waste of pizza. And it becomes uh, anchovy pizza. Now I've delete it. Still eat it. Would you still eat an anchovy? Yeah, I would. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Rock of Cages, but I think we've quickly established that none of us are cage I've not seen Rock of Ages. Or ca- I've not seen a rock opera. Oh, that's a lie. I saw um, we were Queen. Rocky. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw the Meatloaf musical the other day. Yeah, you've been you've been wanting to talk to me about this, Joe. You've so been texting me a lot. Is, is that on in London? Oh, is that Bat Out of Hell? Yeah. Was it good? I loved it so much. Really? I loved it so much. I haven't really listened to anything other than Meatloaf for about two weeks now. There's that brilliant one, If You Touch Me Like This. Yes. And you hold I love me that like one. that. Yeah. It was so long ago. It's amazing. But it's so... Well, it's nice to not it's have Joel being the only one singing in to for one me. episode. Oh, uh, coming back, it's all coming back to me now. Like that. So, listeners, you probably only had about 10 seconds of that, but <laughs> at the time... T- it, was- it went on for the length of a meatloaf song, which is 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, meatloaf's great. I think, I think what, the summation of that is that meatloaf's 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Great. What about this one from Lem? Alohomora. Harry Potter goes to Hawaii to, I don't know, open a door. That's your job. That's very <laughs> good. That's very, very, very good. So you're a Harry Potter fan? Oops. Yeah, so Alohomora. Yeah, got it. Unlocks the door. Got it. Aloha Hawaii. <laughs> It's the thing they say in Hawaii. Film? Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not not my favourite film set in Hawaii. Forgetting, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Marshall. No, forgetting Sarah Jessica Parker. Is that one of your suggestions? Matthew Broderick goes to Hawaii to get over. Which is what the story of forgetting Sarah Marshall is. That's great. <laughs> so what we didn't tell you, listeners, is that this week's episode is a Hawaii special. So. <laughs> hula hula. Oh, we can talk about The Descendants. Yeah. We call it something else. Which is written by the dean in the show Community. Yeah. Which is amazing. He's Ha-wa- got an Oscar. Hawaii, we are the, Hawaii, we are the Millers. It's oh, not great. I really like that film. Is we the Millers in Hawaii? No, no, no but, but he's now sitting there. It's mm. how this podcast works, Joel. Mm. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. With the Millers is really good. Yeah, I really like that film. No, well, sequel in Hawaii. Because actually, um, when people have run out of ideas, let's be honest with you, taking them on holiday is a classic yeah. thing to do. J.K. Rowling, she's only like three or four years away from taking Harry <laughs> Potter on holiday <laughs> to Hawaii. I Harry in some speedos. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's photoshopped that image, and he sends it to me twice a day. Yeah, I mean, you keep asking for it. <laughs> you have to keep deleting. No, it. no, I think we all we all want to see Neville Longbottom. Oh, a hunk. Yeah, he's a hunk. He's real hunk of the month stuff. He is. Mm, he's well become a word on the internet, hasn't he? If someone. Yeah, he's completely Neville Longbottom. He's Longbottom. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
if you've uh, yeah, gone for sounds, it sounds gross. Become hunky in the frozen yeah. long bottom. He's long bottomed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably needs to see. Have you seen attention. the length of that person's ass? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's there's much to say on these. No, it's just a good pun, mate. I've got one. This one comes in from Mark. It's the house with a cock in its walls. <laughs> That's a new one, isn't it? The house with the clock in its walls. Yeah, there's a film Have coming you... out by Jack Black called The House with a Clock uh, in its Walls. By Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. Written and directed. Well, yeah, I mean, look, it's got Jack Black on the poster. I don't know anything about the film. It looks rubbish, and it's called The House with the Clock in its Walls. And what's confusing about it is that he's currently between two Goosebumps films, yeah. and it looks exactly the same. He's not, he's not actually in the second Goosebumps. What? He turned down Goosebumps 2. Why? For this. No, no, I don't know if that's directly linked, but he's not in Goosebumps 2, and he is in this, which, when I first started watching the trailer, I was like, oh, it's a Goosebumps sequel. It's yeah. made by Amblin, though, which is Spielberg's company, so that yeah. does make me think Well, this is a porn right. version of it. Where a knob comes out of the walls. Just one. Yeah. I don't get involved in seedy uh, stuff, so. Okay, well. Okay, I've got one. <clears throat> How would you say these with a straight face? Those aren't very funny. Mine <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Mm. When Barry met Sully. Good. Right? So Sean Williamson in a heartwarming will they won't they rom com as he tries to seduce a captain who has nerves of steel trying to land a plane on the Thames. Nice. Good. I was hoping it'd be Sally Garnell. Oh, I racked my brains for a famous Sally. That she would be is better number one Sally. When isn't, Barry yeah. met Sally Gunnell. Isn't Sally the, the big uh, blue monster yes. from yeah. Also, yeah. Well. Not also. the former British Olympian. <laughs> That's no, Sally. Also, no, Sully is both the captain and the monster. Uh, what when, if, when Barry what, met Sally. What if the pilot of the plane is also a big blue monster? Just <laughs> No wonder it went down. <laughs> and Front loading. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, not if Barry's also on the plane. <laughs> That's mean. Oh, sorry, Barry. If you if you're tuning in specifically to this one, he's from Kent. And what? He's not the best-selling artist. <laughs> he's a man who's not been on EastEnders for about 15 yeah. years, um, but is probably still known day to day as Barry. Oh, he Barry. must be. I bet he gets it all the time. Um, all the time. Uh, John. Yes. You know when you talk? My last reference last week. But you know when you talked about best-selling artists around the country based on county, yeah, where they live, and yeah. in Kent where uh, Joel and I live, not together. Just to be clear, Joss Stone. Yeah. But obviously he argues the Rolling Stones come from Kent. Guy Berryman from Coldplay went to my school. He's definitely sold more, don't but, you think? But what about Chris Martin? Would 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 he be counted as the... Where's Chris Martin from? I don't know. But is he from a different county? Somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's also, also, that's a good point. Why the, Coldplay, surely... I don't know if they were on that map, but if they weren't, they're definitely one of that, the biggest look, selling That apps. graph is absolute horseshit. Yeah, and, and we George... George has actually been banned from this. We've excommunicated George, yeah. We've actually lost quite a large portion of our listeners there. Yeah. Um, have you got any more for us? Oh, before... um, I mean, they're probably just going down in quality now. You know, four weddings. Really? Four, <laughs> four weddings and a Foo Fighters gig. <laughs> Basically a love story woven through, you know. Cami Mia, Chris Kamara spends his summer on a Greek island trying to find out who his dad is. Unbelievable. Uh, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, the line, the witch in the Ikea wardrobe looks good, but everyone's got the same one you can walk through. Wait, that's so, good so everyone ends up in Narnia yeah if Ikea started selling the wardrobe exactly. en masse it would yeah. be chaos that's a very good mm. idea um, offend it like Beckham oh that's mm, good that is good uh, no that's it really okay well before we get on to ours Joel um, we've had an email in from beloved listener of the show uh, a man called Muscles Tom I love Muscles Tom oh do you know anything about Muscles Tom he's got muscles yeah, absolutely literal muscles he works on a muscles farm in Wales I love muscles delicious moule to John moule frites I'll send this full email to Joel. I'm not going to read out everything because he's 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 said some lovely things about us. But what I will about do... you? Actually, no, you're right. Just he says, Joel, read this bit. <laughs> he says, John, read this bit. Uh. 
he says, I call this a discombobulation of a tale. Now, for, for the record, uh, Muscles Tom, to new listeners, is a man who... We like him. He's a maverick. He doesn't play by the rules of pun-based filmmaking. Yeah. Mostly it's furniture-based. Yeah, yeah it's furniture-based So stuff. he'll like the, uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Nokia Wardrobe. Oh, he'll love that, yeah. He was... Uh, he'll be cheering, yeah, <laughs> shouting it from the rooftops, he which is a sca- shame because he didn't live any, anywhere near anyone. He he'll have scared off all the muscles that he was farming. That was <laughs> that <will> swam up. <laughs> That's what they do when they run They're off. They're on ropes, aren't they? <laughs> uh, he calls this one the window cleaner. So this window cleaner is on his normal rounds and he's cleaning the window of a house and as he looks through, he sees a family sitting around a dinner table eating fish and chips. He thinks that's a bit strange because he could have sworn that nobody was meant to be in. But once he finished cleaning the window, he peers in and the family has disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he thinks nothing of the illusion and puts it down to lack of sleep. Then when he goes round to the house that evening to collect his money, he notices a family in the background and they're eating fish and chips. Yes, that's right. He's actually seen into the future through this window. <laughs> so the next day, a little dazed and confused, he's on his rounds cleaning another window. By the way, these aren't just, this isn't a pitch, this is a full movie. Great. Um, he's on another round cleaning the window of an empty house and he notices a family inside <laughs> eating pork chops. Soon after, what? guess what? Who's cleaning windows? At, like, what? Oh, I see, so yeah. He's yeah. in the daytime, he's seen that. And then he goes back later at night to collect the money. <laughs> yeah. Strange operation he's running here. Lo and behold, he goes around that evening to collect his money. They're all eating bloody pork chops, oh. aren't they? He starts to think this is a bit strange, but that's nothing <laughs> compared to the next day. What are they eating? He's still with us. What are they eating? <laughs> what, are they, what are they eating? No, come on, come on. When he's looking through the window of the next house, he's cleaning. He sees himself inside being murdered. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's great. So what does he do? Runs, runs miles away. Let me just uh, finish off uh, the full pitch. What an eerie tale, actually. That one's based on true events. I knew a window cleaner once. I mean, he didn't see people eating tea or being murdered. He just cleaned windows. <laughs> Uh, I think that's brilliant. <laughs> what would you do if you saw yourself being murdered? And you, you, I mean, you guess it's roughly tea time that was going to happen. Yeah, I just wouldn't go to that house ever again. Oh. Yeah, but they're looking. Can you change your future? I assume he's looking through the window and he's seeing. Oh, so what you're saying is someone then just like bundles him in a car. Yeah, yeah, because as back. Marty McFly taught us, of course you can. You can alter the future. Yeah, by playing Chuck Berry. Maybe I'd go home and just play Johnny B. Kidd. <laughs> That's impressive. So he wrote that whole pitch. Yeah, yeah. He's, pitch? he's much better at this than us, and yeah. that's why we don't let him on every week. Yeah, has he been on as a guest? No, no. We, we're going to go and visit the Muscle Farm though. Can I come? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't all shout at once. That's probably not actually going to happen. So yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, John. Shall we do our own film ideas? Yeah, I'm I mean, let's go first. So mind the Predator. You know the Predator. Yeah, it's the Predator, but it's come to Earth looking for love. <laughs> so they're actually just really misunderstood. Oh, classic. Yeah, it is a classic tale. And they land in the... Where, hang on. So Predator takes place on Earth in the new one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they come to Earth looking for love. Because oh. they're, all, they're all unattracted to each other on the planet Predator. Mm. They're like very soulless individual beings. And so they go to Earth looking for love. And we try and kill it. But, but then does one lady or man... I don't, I'm not... Not sure what they know. are. Um... Uh, rel- like sort of like feel for him and yeah. try and turn around. Big time. Yeah, yeah King Kong style. To end and happy. Well, no. So the problem, the, the problem is, the way that the predator makes love is by throwing a blade through the body of its lover. <laughs> yeah. And so, oh my god, it's yeah. a catch twenty two. So he keeps trying to find new lovers oh. all the time. Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. learn from his. He's like Pavlov's dog. No, but he thinks that's it. Done. Yeah. I've loved and lost. Oh. Move on to the next one. Yeah. And eventually they have to kill him. 
but not before he's put in a big cage and sent to New York. In but the it's 30s. actually also it's a beautiful ending because they kill it by throwing a blade through its torso. Yeah, and so he just but thinks if, that yeah. they've made love. If predators, um, a, a how do they tear repro- rolls out of his weird eye? What? How do they reproduce? I don't know. Probably robots. The blade it? turns into a new oh, a little predator. Yeah, when they take it out, there's a little predator on the end. <laughs> that's like when you cut up in a pepper, you know, and there's a little <laughs> predator. It's a lot like, yeah, exactly it's a lot, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that's what they call it. Yeah, I've never thought about how much predators are like peppers, actually. But you're right. That <laughs> is weird. The, little pepper alien. the guy who wrote Predator, the pepper alien, chopped, chopped a pepper off. Like, I used to work in a sandwich shop in Canterbury. Yeah, the the Canterbury. Inside. And I used to cut the alien. You might know it. CJ's opposite Waterstones. Lovely. Mm-hmm. And I used to cut the little aliens out. But is they're that, good. They're edible. They're like little yeah. tiny. It's like a little goodness. bonus bit of pepper. You buy one pepper. Hang on. Hello, bonus pepper. Yeah. It's like a double yoker. Like a Kit Kat with no biscuit in it. Oh, excellent. What? That doesn't happen. Yes, yeah. it does. I've had it once. It was the nah, best day. I don't believe in it. It, it happens. Honestly. What, it was just chocolate? Yeah. Just pure chocolate, mate. <laughs> I could have <laughs> bought a chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, what's yours, John? The Home Alone Ranger. Good. The Lone Ranger Home yeah, Alone. Yeah, I get it. Right? I get it. I get it. Yeah, we're here. We're all here. Uh, I don't know. Some kid gets locked in the house. There's cowboys. Oh, nice. And Native Americans, I guess. I think Home Alone in a saloon. <gasps> That's yeah. good. Now you're talking. Good. And so the the bad guys... Is there sarsaparilla? I don't get it. It's just a drink, isn't it? They drink in the Old West. Oh, right, no, yeah. they, just, they always talk about sarsaparilla. All Monaco's, mate, drinking Monaco's. Monaco's Monaco. So is Diablo. Macaulay Culkin in it? Yeah. Is Adult Macaulay up? Culkin. Oh, yeah, growing oh. up, he plays, he's a cowboy. He plays a bad cowboy. And bad. you know how you know they're bad? They wear, they wear a black waistcoat as opposed to like... Brown. And they've got a um, big neckerchief over their mouth. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. like yeah. in Westworld. And then they take off mm. the neckerchief to reveal a really big moustache. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's the fun twist on it, is that Macaulay Culkin's the baddie who's gay. Right. And you think he would have learned, but it's not Macaulay Culkin from the Home Alone films because it's in the past. And then what if... <laughs> no, I've got a good twist for this, if I may. Go for yeah, it. What if, help us. like um, the place between the pines, what if the the kid that they he terrorises yeah. is actually the kid of the criminals from Home Alone? Oh, Brilliant. Yeah, great. Have you seen The Place Between the Pines? Nah, but, you know, so, it's getting hot in this room. So the baddie, so the baddie played by Macaulay Culkin, yeah. his generations later becomes yeah. oh, like the Back family, to the Future 3. And generations later, the baddies are role reversed. That like, is brilliant. Like Back to the Future 3. It's basically, what I'm trying to say, actually, is it's like Back to the Future 3, <laughs> if you ask me. We are at the end of the podcast, Lizzie. Thank you very much for joining us. There's two bits of business left to do. Number one, who's the winner? of all the things you've heard pitched at you today can I pick one of my own yeah <sighs> Nick Knowles yeah just Nick Knowles yeah um, <laughs> no I know what you did last summer and if people have thought god I like, like the cut of her jib <laughs> and they want to hear some more cuts from your jib where can they hear said jib cuts they can search for my podcast after school culture club and find us on twitter and instagram at ASCC podcast and we know it's the end of the podcast John because there is a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. Let me just, making their way into the studio. Sorry, let me just go look. I'm just going to peer through the window to see. Am I being murdered? So this is the bit at the end of the podcast. Normally, what we do is we start this bit by going, "How great was Lizzie? It was so yeah. lovely to have her on." But she's in the room, so. <laughs> We can can slag her off afterwards, I guess. Um, (laughs) uh, This is the end of the episode. This is the bit where we talk about stuff that isn't film. Because 
we only solely exclusively yeah. talk about film during the podcast. All we the time. keep to a tight, tight remit. It's one episode. of the tightest ships around, <laughs> isn't it? Um, Joe, you, you find a crease in that ship. Oh, you, Titanic. You definitely have a story to tell me. I know little bits of information, little nuggets of information, but something happened to you this week that needs to be discussed. I've had a real touch, right, recently, or so I was led to believe. I'm house-sitting in Zone 1. Right, imagine That's that, right? Zone 1. There isn't, and also, it's not like closed sizes. There isn't a Zone 0. Zone 1's as central as it gets. Should you explain that for your American listeners? Hey, Yanks. Zone 1. <laughs> hey, George. Is, yeah, <laughs> hey, George. Um, really hated that map you sent us. Um, it's, uh, zone 1's like the very middle of London. It's exclusive. I'm, I'm essentially living in Trafalgar Square. Mm. No, I'm living on Baker Street. Ne- I'm neighbour to Sherlock actually, Holmes. You're actually in an apartment at the top of Nelson's Column. Everywhere I walk, I hear... Oh, look at that. The music from the song Baker Street. Oh, fine. Yeah, got it. So, it's great. I live next door to Regent's Park. I'm having a lovely house-sitting time. The other day, I decided to go for a run because how often do you get the opportunity to run around Regent's Park when it's next to your house? How often, John? Never. Yeah, how often do you go for a run? Never. Have you ever been on a run for leisure? Never. Have you ever been chased anywhere? Yes. Fans. <laughs> um, right, so I decided to go for a run. To get to Regent's Park, I have to go out onto the main road and pass Madame Tussauds. I'm doing it. I'm skipping along. I'm running at a really... Uh, I'm electrifying pace because there's lots of people around. I don't know if anyone else who runs for pleasure does that. I'll, I'll really slow down when there's no eyes on me. To okay. almost a crawl, and sometimes I'll stop. But when there's a lot of eyes on me, I'm running at a real pace. And there's a lot of eyes on you around Madame Tussauds, not just the waxworks. <laughs> As I came, as I rounded the corner of Madame Tussauds, I hit an uneven paving slab, and I took a, um, a, a, a three or four comedy stride forward. You know when people fall over? Yeah. Quite often you'll see it on uh, on video compilations around times when it's snowy. Yeah, I was like, man that. falls down for eight seconds. Yeah, it's man, a classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like that guy, and at the end of it, I did a roll over my head, Lovely. basically into the street outside Madame Tussauds. Mm. Really embarrassing. I mean, you can see the scab, mate. That's pretty yeah. bad, isn't it? That's a scab. That's a serious wound, right? Verified. There's another one on the knee. And those aren't even the worst of the injuries. Uh, and when it happened, it was probably like near kick-out time at Madame Tussauds. Three or four hundred kids outside, <coughs> just immediately getting their phones out, just trying to film me, oh, shouting stuff at me. It was so embarrassing. And then I ran off really, yeah, oh, they, exactly, they, they were completely waxed up to their eyeballs. <laughs> uh, it was really, obviously, quite horrifyingly embarrassing. Yeah. And as a result of it, John, I've really injured my toe, and I had to go and have nail surgery today. <gasps> what, is, what is nail surgery? So what happened is I split my toenail and it went into my foot. Yeah, and so it's like an instant ingrown. What colour is it? Um, pretty red and blacky and not great. Is it red or black? What is this, that uh, game <laughs> show? And uh, so I've had a couple of injections in my toe and that's worn off during the recording of this podcast and I've been in a state of agony. Listen, throughout. listen back and try and find the moment where the medicine stops. Well, you edit out all the sh- shrieks <laughs> and the two-day pause of me being in hospital. <laughs> It's really nice of you, Lizzie, to come back and record, actually, <laughs> after that, after the amputation. Well, I don't know why that jumped at you. Well, on that horrible I want, night. I oh. once got run over when running. Cool. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.